Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, everyone. Welcome to the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. Um, my name is Chris, aka Astro Zombie Nine Five Four, and my name is Jacob, aka Dino and Magico. And uh, we've got a new host with us uh, joining the BTW team this week and going forward. Um, I'll let him introduce himself because he's probably going to do it better than I am. Yes, my name is John, aka Ash Eight Eight Seven. All right, John, how how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. I'm excited to be here. I'm happy to join you guys in this uh, third episode and uh, excited to talk about all the new topics this week and, and all the different content that's going around the, the PvP scene. Awesome. Yep, we've got, we've got a lot of stuff um, just from last episode to this one. It's been like one thing after another, it feels like. Um, so... Just kind of a brief, you know, go through what we're going to talk about today's episode. Uh, you know, we'll go through our basics, Sylph, um, the in-game news, uh, and then, you know, uh, GBL. Uh, we're also going to talk about um, eSports and Niantic's new acquisition. Um, and then uh, our, our main topic for today's show is going to be team compositions, especially now that we are going into our first week of the second half of season six, right? Season yeah, six. Yeah. Second half. Yeah. Um, so we're back into open great league only. So, and once we get into GBL, you'll see there's a, a lot of changes going on. So, um, so let's get right into it with the Sylph update. Um, so we're still in our January drought. Nothing, no meta, no tournaments. Um, looks like, uh, they did send out invites on January 5th. Um, I did not get one. Did any of you guys get one? No. I, I don't think, John, you don't play, right? <laughs> no, not really. Uh, I've done a, a few, uh, in the past, but, uh, nothing too consistent to really be a part of that. I feel like, uh, what's it called? Like, I, I noticed that mostly, like, streamers, uh, you know, like, players that are known got it. Like, I, I don't know if, like, anybody, like, I don't think anyone local that I know of got it. So, um, the, I know, um, 
what's his uh speedy's chief got his and i know he just started streaming but of course the champ of course the know, champ is gonna, is gonna get, get it they get to get, get an invite there <laughs> if he didn't get it, that'd be a slap to the face yeah uh i think another florida um trainer up in tampa uh linden ryu he got an invite so I know at least two people that are going to be representing our, our state in this thing. Um, if anybody else got them, you know, and you're listening, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know so that we can, you know, cheer you guys on and and know what's going on with the tournament. Um, because from what I've seen from people's tweets of their, their invites, um, they haven't announced a format. But what it says is that there's a new way of battling that they're going to be kind of testing yeah. with with this tournament. So essentially, these guys, you know, everyone or these people that were invited are going to be, I guess, guinea pigs <laughs> in a way, you know, to to test out whatever it is that they are coming up with. And that starts the preliminary start on the 17th of this month. And then that runs through the 19th. And then your semifinals are the 20th through the 22nd. And then the finals are 23rd through 24th. So I'm interested to see what they're going to do. Hopefully they'll do something similar to uh, what they did with the Continentals. Where maybe they stream some of the battles. Yeah, that would um, be cool. I would find it hard to believe that they're not going to stream at least Speedius's battles. Yeah, I mean, do you think that they would stream it themselves? Like, is that a thing? They they did it. That's how they did it with Continentals, right? Yeah. The, no. The Sylph no Sylph, Arena, Sylph streamed uh, it. Yeah, they streamed it. But um, I know that they they streamed it uh, after they actually finished the battles. Yeah, it was like a, like an hour or two after they finished the battle or yeah, something so like that. Like, I doubt they'll do a live stream because of the whole, like, he could be, you know, there could be spies or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, other than that, uh, they did just um, tweet out today they're doing a new team competition. Yeah, the 7 versus 7. Yeah, um, they didn't really give a lot of details, just that it was going to be, you know, like, like Dino said, seven versus seven, uh, team composite, um, competition. Probably very similar to what Go Battle, um, Go Battle Stadium does. Mm -hmm. Um, but on the Sylph website, which is a little cleaner, I think, than Go Battle. And that's pretty much it for Sylph news. Like I said, nothing really going on. I'm not going to get into the trainer card updates and stuff like that because, I mean, they're just digital badges. If you really care that much what's going on with that, you, you know, you can go to self.gg and, and check it out. But there's nothing nothing too crazy about that. Um, now, this is normally the part where I would go and start talking about the in-game news, <laughs> but... We go. Um, our boy John here is much more in tune with the Pokemon Go in-game experience and oh, what's going on than I am. <laughs> he, yeah. this, this man is on his, on his grind every day, all day. He's sending me raid invites, 
you know, you gotta, all kinds you, of what stuff about those, out of those nowhere. Skarmory, uh picture he sent us today of like oh my gosh. Like twenty shiny Skarmories. I got like shiny three. <laughs> Yeah, I got uh, I got some good luck with uh, certain Pokemon, you know, in the in the wild, and I think Skarmory is uh, especially with the high uh, you know, spawn rate. Sometimes when you do see them, it might be shiny due to the fact that uh, it does have that high rate. And uh, I guess I got lucky within the last six months, you know. Yeah, but that that shiny collection you got, man, it's crazy. Yeah, that's that's intense. Um, yeah. So you know. He's much more in tune than I am with this with with the in-game stuff. He follows it, you know, a lot better. So we're gonna we're gonna s- slide on over to John, and he's gonna um or Ash as we prefer to call him, um, and he's gonna go over the in-game news. Yeah, uh, one of the biggest things this week uh, that I did see is that uh, is the potential to be a part of uh, be an in-game trainer. Uh, in the game, uh, Niantic is actually offering uh, this contest to all trainers, which I think is uh, definitely an interesting, uh, you know, prize uh, to get because it's something that'll it'll put you a part of the game, uh, you know, a part of the the game history, uh, and you would be the only person, pretty much the only trainer, to be a part of that. I'm sure it's going to be tough to be able to win it, and I'm sure you're going to have to come up with a lot of creativity. Um, I'm sure a, a lot of the community is already uh, trying to come up with their best, uh, their best ways or their their most uh, spiciest composition of teams or you know the most interesting outfit. Did any of you guys like consider already like joining it, or did you guys already come up with ideas for it? I actually I, I need to. I'm, I'm going to before the the contest ends. Uh, I'm definitely gonna figure out some ideas to do it because I definitely, it would be something interesting to me to see yourself in the game. Uh, you know, I've I played uh, the prior games, uh, especially like, uh, let's go Pikachu. And sometimes, uh, you see the, the trainers and it makes you reminisce about the importance or, you know, how the vital part they play in the game in, in past games, you know, throughout the, the entire history of Pokemon. So that's something that I think uh, I've realized, uh, playing that game. You know, just seeing all the trainers in you know in the wild, and yeah, I think it's, it's an interesting. I like yeah, it. But I liked it. It's a good concept. It was yeah, it was cool. Um, I I know you have to build like um, a team of three based off of Kanto Pokemon. Um, and I think they kind of want it to go with like a theme of what your avatar is dressed as. I'm not buying clothes. <laughs> in Pokemon <laughs> Go, I barely buy oh, clothes you. in real life. I think, yeah. Did you guys buy the clothes? Like, I, well, I mean, I know, I know, Asha didn't, but Ash, did you? Did you buy the clothes? Uh, for me, uh, I'm a person that I, I always, uh, you know, I'll buy the stuff in the shop. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm never too shy with that stuff. <laughs> you uh, gotta show up. You know, I, I've had a, a lot of clothes since since the beginning of the game, and. uh you know, anything that has to do with just uh, having fun in it, you know, I, I usually partake in it. Have you seen his avatar? It's, it is. No, I haven't actually. He is, <laughs> he's he is always straight changing, matching right? from head to toe. Head to toe. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know how he can, he can match everything <laughs> from the top to the bottom, but he does. And he, you know, we're going to post a picture of his avatar and send it out and let you guys last niantic so we can get john as one of those in-game characters because he'd be fun one yep <laughs> uh, th- yeah for sure for sure 
you know, for me, uh, I love a lot of aspects of the game. Uh, I know Dino is the PvP man. Uh, I've learned a lot from him. I'm still learning from him. Uh, but for me, I've always been a person that I like to, you know, grind for shinies or I'm a raider, uh, you know, especially on this XL candy grind right now. Uh, the Master League is tough, so... You know, there's always, uh, those are my, my specialties in the game. Those XL candies are killing me right now. Trying to get this Diggersby but up. But didn't they say, or I'm, I'm not sure if they, they said something about getting XL candies from the gyms now? Yeah, that was a, another piece of, of content that, that I saw this week. Uh, there's some Reddit posts going around where, uh, it's actually, you're able to, to give candy to, uh, defending gyms and uh, you're able to acquire i'm sure it's going to take a, a decent amount of investing of the candy to just get one you know a lot of times uh you can get lucky just burying the gym normally and to get one of the the pokemon candy that you that you are burying but uh it, it might take uh you know 15 berries and you might not get one so it's always random but i'm sure it's going to be tough with xl but it gives you an option, though, uh, to be able to, to obtain them quicker, which right now is pretty tough. Yeah, they need to do something to fix that quick. Because this, you know, every, I think, what, every five catches of the same Pokemon, you'll get an XL candy. Like, I've kind of been noticing, like, I'll catch maybe, like, three or four Diggersby or Bunnelby <laughs> and get maybe, like, one or two XL candy out of that if I'm lucky. Did you, did you guys know that the higher CP the Pokemon is, the higher chance you have of getting the XL candy? No, never yeah. know. No, I high, did not know that. High, high CP uh, Pokemon. That I, I I tested it out. I think I caught like a 800 CP plus EV, and it got me an XL candy. And I caught something else high high, uh, high CP, and then it also gave me an XL candy. I may have gotten lucky. I don't know, but. <laughs> I don't want to spread like false like rumors or anything, but I mean, so far it seems to work when it's high CP. I think someone also like confirmed it, but you know, I think I have to like research more on it. Yeah. One one thing I found interesting is uh I was watching uh one of uh, uh Pogo King uh one of his videos earlier, and he mentioned something about uh when we go to level a hundred. And my heart kind of stopped when I heard that because <laughs> going to level fifty is uh is unreal right I'm still now. Still level forty. Um, so <laughs> I heard him say level a hundred. I said, "Oh my goodness, uh, <laughs> this is crazy." Yeah, <laughs> years of grinding here, but Dude, I guess so. That's crazy. You know? I guess they want to make it as as close to the main series game, but no, no, I I'm still trying to hit my my thirty raids. And me too. <laughs> I still got, I still got like four million ex- experience to get. Like, I think I'm good I just on the hit XP. forty like not too long ago, <laughs> oh, and yeah, then yeah. I was like, "Yes, I did it." And oh, then <laughs> a month later, they're like, "We're going up higher," and I'm like, "You know what? I'm, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I can max out my Pokemon at forty. I'm good. It's tough, which is great though. Like that, they gave us the option to get to level fifty as a level forty. Like for your Pokemon, because yeah. imagine if you had to actually be level fifty to get to your Pokemon to level fifty, then I'd be really annoyed. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it used to be you had to get to what is it thirty thirty eight? Yeah, thirty eight to max out the Pokemon to max out your Pokemon. So that's what I was expecting, and so that's the bright side of it. That's why I'm not rushing to get to any higher level. I know John is, you know, he's more into that side of the game. I'm more like into 
I don't want to stress. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just like chilling. You're at what? 41? Me? I'm still trying to get my 30 rates too. John, where are you at? Uh, right now I'm, uh, I'm on 44. I'm trying to get the, to the rocket leaders, which is tough. Uh, they can be, uh, it's a lot. You know, I have the hundred grunts done, but, uh, you know, I, I refuse to buy the radar. So, you know, that takes time right. yeah. in itself. No, for sure. You know, to track them down. But in, in the purifications with the dust as well, uh, <laughs> that, that tough, it's tough because to be able to find 1K monsters, you know, it's not so easy right now. Yeah, so, people are no. telling me to start saving those for whenever I reach to that point. But I'm just like, I, I get so lazy to do like rock, like rocket grunts. It just like I'm like uh, I rather just do my GBL. <laughs> yeah, I do. Like I'll save the the Weedles. Like if I get any of those, you know, Shadow Weedles, because I think they're only like they're one a thousand. Yeah, those I are think a, thousand. a thousand. So yeah, those those are gonna be the cheap ones to do. So what else is going on? They also uh, they actually changed the, uh, the the new clothes that that were released earlier in the week. Uh, it was exclusive to only Pokemon stops that had the Gucci location, but they've actually went back and changed it and made it an in-game code, uh, where every trainer can receive, uh, you know, the Gucci clothing, uh, which I thought was nice because, uh, you know, it's definitely a flex in the, in, in the game, uh, and to be able to provide it to, to all trainers instead of, you know, having to go to certain locations throughout the, the world or, you know, I know we had one here in Miami, which we could reach. You know, it's not too far, but I'm sure a, a lot of other people, you know, Gucci's not in, in all states or, you know, the, the places they did have it. Right. So it would have been tough for most of the, you know, community to get it. So I thought that was nice, you know, for them to switch it up. You know, it's, it's kind of like the first time they, well, they made a change like that and took one of their, uh, their special events and, uh, I guess, uh, listen to the community and, and made a change about it, which is, I thought it was nice. Yeah. I've seen a, I've seen a lot of things like on Twitter, people kind of making fun of, you know, the fact that Pokemon Go, I think there was like one, it was like a meme that had one circle that said Pokemon Go players. And then on the complete other side of the page was another circle that said people who buy Gucci. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys have clearly never been to South Florida. Because <laughs> exactly. most That's of the true. people down here that play Pokemon were probably like, oh man, now I can get my Gucci shirt or I can get a Gucci hat. Oh my I, I swear, like, I think, like, I don't want to say half my friend list, but like a good amount of friends were definitely using it, like, the first time, like, the first day it came out. I, th- I think it's, it's going to be popular in some places, like down here in South Florida, you know, maybe more metropolitan areas like up in new york and stuff like that and then maybe not as popular when you get into more rural communities where you know that way of life isn't as prevalent as it is here like it's like shoved down our throats down here yeah you know so and then there was that other it was north face that's where all those camo the camo hats and stuff (laughs) i know i know i wasn't on top of that stuff I saw it, I read it, I heard about it, and I was just like, okay, <laughs> if it's there, 
I'll look at it. If I don't have to spend coins on it, maybe I'll get it. I know, right? But... Whenever I see it, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I got a free item. Let me try it out. We've got a we've got community day coming up, so I'm gonna be buying using my coins for the box that I get. Oh yeah, we always get an elite TM, day. right? Yeah. Um Wait, don't yeah, we also get that research if you got the Kanto ticket. That's right. That's right. Sweet. <laughs> what else we got going on? We also have uh during the second half of the Gold League uh for this season, you know, we have a new monster being released, uh Jellicent, which is uh, a water uh That's ghost Pokemon. Type, you know, I don't think we've had one before. I don't think we there's any other Pokemon with ghosts in water, right? Not that I think I can think of. Not that I can think of. That's an interesting typing for sure. Yeah, if there is and we don't know, um, and you're listening, tweet us and let us know what other ghost water type Pokemon there is. But I think this is the only one that's that typing. Yeah. So is it? I think. Have you guys gotten it yet? I haven't because I, I, I was. But I have a few people that have. In one of my chats, uh, I think Astro is on it too. The Brow- not the Broward, Deerfield one, I think it's called. Um, one of the guys, Peter, he got uh, on his first cha- uh, encounter, he got a hundred percent. So oh, wow, yeah, I, I oh, was wow. jealous. Even though, like you know, it's not like it-, it has some play in Ultra League, which I guess we can go more in depth like for it. But um, yeah, so he got a hundred percent, and then I played on my alt uh, for one set. After the update, and uh, the first encounter was was uh, I, what's the name of the first uh, base form? Um, Frillish. Yeah, Frillish. Yeah. So I, I I guess it's like guaranteed the first um, you know set that you get a Pokemon encounter. So hopefully you guys um, you know can get one, and you know it's it's I think what were the stats for it again? Um, I know it maxes out at a uh, twenty six forty four CP, which is uh, it gives it a play in, in great and ultra, which uh, which is definitely good. Uh, it has uh, access to the quick moves of uh, it has bubble and hex, so which it should allow the the Pokemon to charge fairly quick. So it should definitely be a a, a good choice and in, in the upcoming meta for sure. Did they release the um like the attack and defense and stamina stats yet on that? Yeah, what I see is uh it's the attack is 159, uh defense is going to be 178 and the stamina is 225, so you know, it has it has some bolt to it. Isn't that similar to Azu? That's well, that's funny. Funny you mentioned that, and we'll get into that. Because um, <laughs> I I did some research when I you know saw the stats on this and pulled up some some other Pokemon um, to kind of match up against it and see where it stands. Um, what what about its charge moves? What is it running as far as charge moves? For Furlish's charge moves, he has a. Uh... Shadow Ball is a really interesting one. Uh, for me, uh, Shadow Ball is one of my favorites. Yeah, it's that super, thing that like thing hits like a move. truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's, like, resistant to it, it still gives... It still deals a good amount of damage. But I think Jellicent also had, uh, I think, two more moves, someone was telling me, uh, for the charge moves. I think it was, like, uh, 
bubble beam and something yeah. else? I think it was... For that? Was it ice? Ice beam? Yeah, I think it was ice beam. Um, so yeah, so it's like very similar to Azumaru. Um, and it actually, you would be able to have it in Ultra League, which you can't have, you know, Azu in there in Ultra League. So you have a t- super tanky. We Pokemon. could have an Ultra League Azu on our hands. Is that is that going to be annoying? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I, I feel I like mean, I, I see it. Yeah, I mean, so with with it being Ghost and Water, I know. It's gonna be it's gonna be definitely weak to electric and grass. What else what else is gonna The other two I think yeah, Dark and Ghost. Yeah, it'll be uh a Gengar will be a good against it, a Raikou, uh a Zapdos, anything with uh you know, ghost type moves or or electric moves would definitely hurt it, you know. Maybe the Chandelure also would be a, a good pick with the fire and uh if you're running hex. Yeah. Um so let's see. So the weaknesses for um for jealous what is it? Jealousent is dark electric ghost and grass. Those are gonna be nothing, you know, four times weak to anything. Um, it's just going to be your, your regular weakness level there. Um, your resists, uh, fighting normal, bug, fire, ice, poison, steel, and water. Um, and then it's neutral to other typings. I guess, it, I mean, the only downfall for it, it has, I think, more weaknesses than Azu, but overall, it's still, like, good to have uh, a tanky Pokemon like, like that. In Ultra League, it's kind of like I don't know Cresselia in Ultra League, maybe I, I don't re- recall the stats for Cresselia, but so I like I said, um, I pulled up some stats from two Pokemon from each type, from the Water types and from the Ghost types that are pretty much PVP staples, either in Ultra League or Great League. Um, so I'm gonna go through each one and kind of compare just your your base um, statistics here. So we're gonna start off with Swampert. So Swampert maxes out at 2974, um, and I got all these stats from Sylph. So you can double check me, Sylph.gg. That's like the max at max at level 40. I didn't go into level 50s. Um, because this one, because this just came out, so, I mean, unless you're gonna dump thousands of rare candy into this thing, you're not gonna get, you know, <laughs> especially since it's, yeah, uh, no especially since it's a GBL <laughs> reward, you know, I don't know how many you're gonna be getting. Um, so, this is, they're all maxed out at 40. So, max CP on Swampert is 2974 at level 40. His attack is 208, defense 175, stamina 225. So compared to um, Jellicent, he's a little, he's got a little bit more in his attack. Defense is about equal. It's a three point, you know, three point difference. Same with his stamina. So, you know, his HP is going to be about the same around the same level. Now, like we mentioned, um, 
Azumarill. Max CP, 1588. His attack stat is 112. Defense, 152. Stamina, 225. So compared to Jellicent, which is 159 attack, 178 defense, and 225. 225 in the stamina, plus the option to run Hex over... Once we get into the new move sets, uh, changes with bubble, I don't know. I kind of feel like we've got a new <laughs> Azu because those stats are pretty much lined up with, with Azu. I mean, yeah, the fairy typing on Azu gives it what two less, which is your dark and ghost. So it's just electric and grass. Yeah. I don't really see that being a huge, huge downfall for this Pokemon. Um, and then I'll just bang through the other ones. Gengar, Max CP, 2878, attack, uh, 261, defense, 149, stamina, 155. So, you know, Gengar's your, your, your glass cannon. It's gonna have a high attack. It's gonna break pretty easily. Um, and then uh Sableye. Uh max CP on Sableye fourteen seventy-six, attack one forty-one, defense one thirty-six, stamina one thirty-seven. So I mean when you look at the stats compared to you know these four staples in PvP, whether it's you know a glass cannon like Gengar. Or your tanks like Azu and Sableye, it's it's gonna have play. Like this thing is okay. The question, yeah, the question is, I think, like, what what are your preference between either like putting aside the small little uh, debuff it got for Bubble? Would you guys run Bubble or Hex? Um, so for me, putting aside. What just came out with Bubble? I'm gonna still go with Hex because I would probably okay. run it with, even though the preferred move is Bubble and then Shadow Ball is your charge. Um, I'd probably run Hex, Bubble Beam, and then Shadow Ball because that Hex, that Hex is gonna build up that, that Bubble Beam super quick and you'll be able to get that debuff. And then hit him with the Shadow Ball. And like we said, like with Shadow Ball, that's going to hit even neutral damage. It's still going to be a good chunk of damage done to the Pokemon. And then on top right. of that, you're debuffing them with the, with the Bubble Beam. I mean, I like debuffs. I like it when, you know, like Icy Wind and stuff like that, where, you know... It's gonna it's it's gonna frustrate so you, yeah. Because especially with Hex, how fast that it generates energy compared to Bubble, you know, you're gonna be shooting those things off. I, all over I the think place. I think it's uh, four bubbles to a Bubble Beam whenever you use Mantine, for example. Um, so I assume if you use Hex, it's gonna be maybe three Hex uh, to a Bubble Beam. So just a Imagine just like like hitting that boom 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 like I I, I would just like, <laughs> quit, like at that exactly <laughs> it's just it would drive you insane 
Yeah. And then what about you, Ash? What, what do you, what would you prefer bubble or hex for the fast move? Uh, for me, if I was going to do uh ultra, uh, I tend to do a lot of open ultra since I have the monsters. Uh, I would definitely lean more towards hex, especially with their, with their quicker, uh, charge. Uh, you know, I'm able to get to the charge a little bit quicker, but also, uh, you know, there's a lot of dragons, uh, and, and open ultra Garatina, or you, you, you see, uh, some Dragonite there a lot in Premiere. You know, I would definitely be able to, to spam a little bit faster with the charge moves. Um, and also with the ice beam, it, it, it provides a lot of coverage and, and then the shadow ball. So it, to me, it's a really interesting pick going forward. I think it's going to be a cornerstone of, of what we're going to see in the future. And, and I think it'll have a place in, uh, in the meta for a long time. Uh, these moves are definitely, uh, something that we haven't seen in a bit. So I'm excited. You know, you know, I can't wait to get one to see how it's going to go. Uh, that's definitely, I would lean towards Hex on, on, on my, for me. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point with the, the difference between Ultra and then Great League. Because, yeah, you do have, you know, your Giratinas, um, you know, some of those Pokemon that are going to be, you know, a little more weak to the ghost type versus, you know, a water type. Um, Jacob, what are you, what are you thinking, coach? Um, <laughs> honestly, cause like, just like you said, like, I think in Great League, I would run just, you know, not even like going too much uh, into details of like what it would go against and stuff like that. But I think I may consider running Bobo in Great League and Hex in Ultra League. Um, and then obviously I think, uh, as John said, I mean, Ash, my bad, uh, as he said that if you are playing open Ultra League, you would see a lot of, uh, Giratinos. So you would want to go maybe Ice Beam, Shadow Ball, maybe, um, yeah. as an example in Hex. Um, cause then, you know, I feel like with the, you play too much with the, the debuffs in Ultra League and they like to, yeah, like bites you back. Um, but for uh, Great League, I think I might, I would probably do uh, Bubble, Bubble Beam, and Shadow Ball. Just because, you know, it, look how great it, it does. Um, let's just say you go up against a, what's it called, a uh, Stunfisk. Um, or if you go against a Bassidon. Um you're gonna be throwing the hex at it, like he's gonna be laughing at you. He might actually come out the, uh, out of the battle winning because you don't have both. Um, that's just my thought right now. Like I didn't really like uh, research the how the battle would go, but that's just like my assumption of it. Um, so I think I would do bubble and bubble beam for and shadow ball uh, for great league, and then ultra league I would do hex, ice beam, shadow ball. Yeah, those are. I mean, that those are all really good points. Um... You know, it's going to be, you know, every trainer has their preference, you know, how they want to run things. When we get into uh, our GBL news and updates, we'll we'll go back and ask Dino if his his decision to run bubble <laughs> has changed um, or not. Um, but before we do that, <laughs> um, some pretty exciting news happened um, on the 5th. 
so it looks like Niantic Very exciting news. Uh, announced <laughs> on Twitter the acquisition of a company called Mayhem. This is big because Mayhem is uh, essentially, from my research on it, is a more interactive, well-polished version of what Sylph is doing. They're just doing it on a bigger scale with bigger games like, you know, your Blizzard games, um, Overwatch, stuff like that. They've figured out how to integrate or integrate the game that you're playing and the tournaments that you're running with Mayhem so that your stats show in the game as well as on your Mayhem board or whatever they they call it. So that, to me, I think is really cool. What they... little bit of just what I read. Um, so Mayhem was founded in 2017. According to their website, which is Mayhem, uh, M-A-Y-H-E-M dot G-G, it says Mayhem was founded in 2017 with the goal to bring gamers together through live, interactive experiences. To me right there, that acquisition is just screaming esports. That's... Oh, for sure. <laughs> I, I, I don't really know what else they would do with that acquisition unless they are really gearing up to start beta testing at least beta testing you know an esport yeah that's that's the issue though um because i know a lot of people keep posting on twitter at least that um that <laughs> they just post like video clips of saying like is this game really ready for esports like and they show like the lag and stuff like that um unfortunately it's true i i, I got some like lag experience myself um you know, past two days, where it was, it was really odd lag too. Like I never seen it, and um, yeah, I mean, like personally, I, I feel like they have a lot of work to do for it to get to the esports level. Yeah. So, John, let me ask you, since you're still, you know, you're relatively new to PvP, um, not new to the game, you've, you know, know the aspects of the game. When you do your GBL sets. Do you sit there and go, man, this is ready for esports? Or do you think this is, you know, how far do you think we are from from that? To be honest, uh, when I sit and play the game, a lot of times, uh, you know, as far as uh, for it to be balanced and, you know, completely fair, uh, I feel like, you know, they're going to make those changes in the, in the nearby future. I think uh, a lot of the investment that they need to put into it, I think they might be trying to get to that point now, especially what you're saying about the this acquisition. Uh, I believe, you know, in the upcoming future, we will finally get where we all feel, you know, the community and all the trainers feel that it's in a good place. But, you know, I'm not sure what exactly it might be just you know the pandemic and all the different things happening hindering you know the 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 speed of it but uh i think once you know the world and everything gets kind of back into normal 
I think, you know, we'll, we'll see that update where we're all like, oh my gosh, like, you know, it's finally here. Uh, I, I believe in Niantic. I, I think they, they want to do best by the game and, and they're listening as much as possible, which is a, which is a good thing. And, uh, it'll get there. I, I think maybe by the end of the year, we'll see some major update to the server where we feel that, you know, there's not a loss of a tap or, you know, that stop for the, few seconds and then you know you miss a, a you know a, a, a charge move or it's a cmp tie due to the fact you missed out so I, I think by the end of the year maybe yeah i mean when you look at it every every game is gonna have some type of flaw any type of online gaming whether you're playing fortnite or world of Warcraft or anything like that you're going to have issues. I mean, you know, I've got kids, they, they play Fortnite. Like I see them sitting in lobbies waiting for a match to start for like five, 10 minutes. That's not something that the creators can change with, you know, drop of a hat. Um, do they fix it? Yeah. They, they do things to try and speed those things up. There's glitches, you know, you're always going to run into, something where you know your internet connection isn't as fast as your opponent's internet connection or you could be in a place that doesn't have great reception so all those things kind of play into it um i think when it does eventually get to the point where it rolls into an esports clearly everyone as far as you know connectivity and stuff like that they're going to make sure it's all flawless or as close to it um i wouldn't be surprised if you saw them use kind of like a standard issued device like during the battle especially since you know if it's going esports you think once the pandemic kind of clears up a little if it does. People are going to be back face-to-face. Maybe, you know, some type of phone that's hardwired to each other, like a tethering type thing, like how you used to do with, like, the uh, the Game Boys, where you could, like, plug them into each other. Right. Um, you know, something like that <laughs> to where you're not going to run into those things but you know remote i mean if your internet goes out and you're running off your cell and you're in your house and you got bad cell service your game's gonna lag like it's it's inevitable like that's so i think they've looked at all that stuff and with this acquisition and some of the other things that they've been doing I think they're going for it. Um, they're not there yet, but I don't think they're too far away. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. They just they just got some stuff to do. Um, I'm sure maybe they'll they'll be able to fix that later down the road, like you guys said. Uh, obviously, we just don't know when. Yeah. So, um, kind of to you know go back to when we were talking about. Um, it all kind of ties in, you know, PvP, the esports, and um, GBL. 
Um, we have some very interesting updates when it comes to GBL in the second part of the season. Um, and um, Dino is going to go over those for us right now. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so the second part of the season six uh, started uh, today, actually. Um, started, well, depending on what time it starts for you guys, but for us, it starts at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, usually whenever the Cubs change new season start. And they're basically recycling, uh, you know, from the first part of the season to, you know, the second part, essentially. Um, where the Great League is going to be two weeks, and then Ultra League is going to be, uh, I believe, two weeks as well. If Yeah, I believe it's going to be two weeks as well. And then, you know, how, you know, uh, Master League is going to be the same. But I believe, uh, I think with the Master League, uh, last, the first part of the season, um, it had a special, uh, the Holiday Cup, right? Um, so I think for this one, it has another, uh, special cup to be, uh, alongside of Master League. Um, it's still to be announced it's according to what they put in their announcement. And then, obviously, like how we had it, uh, right before, uh, today, where all three leagues were at the same time is gonna is gonna be from February fifteenth to February twenty second, which is a week, and then we also have the Canto Cup um, that's gonna be running from February twenty second to March first. So it's pretty exciting, you know. I think I'm gonna have a lot of fun with the Canto Cup. Yeah. Um, and then in terms like of new moves, and not necessarily new moves, but new updates. Uh, that came out today. This is, I'm very excited about this. I'm very excited. A lot of, a lot of people were expecting a huge change because it came out with huge debuffs on Razor Leaf and Bubble, which is, you know, you know, Grass Hole team. And then you got Azu that has Bubble. And then you have also Sky Attack that was going to get the debuff. So just to name a few um, of the things that I said. Uh, the buffs were going to be for Ember, Karate Chop, um, and I believe Crab Hammer. And then the debuffs were for Razor Leaf, uh, Sky Attack, Rock Slide. And for some reason, I don't know why they did this, they debuffed Shadow Bone. You literally just made a Marowak Day to base to get the Shadow Bone. Like, that's the signature move. Yeah. And you debuff it. I have no idea why. But the main thing to get from this is that there really wasn't like a huge change to what the, the buffs and the deep buffs were. So, for example, Ember went from the attack damage from six to seven. Mm-hmm. So, one attack damage. Same thing with Karate Chop, it went from seven to eight. And Crab Hammer had the hugest change, it went from 75 to 85 damage. And that one kind of intrigued me because Hydro Cannon has 90 damage with 50 energy. So uh, you have Kingler that has Mud Shot and he has Crab Hammer. So it's essentially kind of like a, you know, crappier yeah. um, Swamper. The only thing is that the second move is, you know, not, not that great. So that one was interesting. It had a good uh, buff out of everything. And then the... the debuffs uh, on Bubble went from 8 damage to 7. So it wasn't much either. Like, everything essentially had, like, 1 lower or 1 higher. Same thing with Razor Leaf. 
was there a change in energy for Bubble and Razor Leaf? No, there was no change on energy on anything. Uh, it's okay. just damage. So the energy stayed the same. The the, the I mean, yeah, the energy stayed uh, the same, and then the damage was the only difference. Uh, Razor Leaf, same thing, 11 uh, damage to 10. And then Sky Attack uh, actually had 5. It went from 80 damage to 75. And then Rock Slide went from 80 damage to 75. Shadow Bone went from 80 damage to 75. So there wasn't really much of a change. I played a few uh, sets of my alt. Uh, I actually didn't see that many Skarmory leads. Um, so that the, the changes wasn't that great. I don't think many people were running any Pokemon. I thought if the change was going to be huge, I would invest into something that had like Ember, Karate Chop. But the difference in the buff isn't that much for me to be like, you know, let me try this spicy pick. So, um, and then the some Pokemon got new moves uh, to their uh, move pool. So, for example, uh, Ninetales, the Kanto Ninetales, has Weather Ball now for, you know, Fire Weather Ball. And then you have um, the, what is it, which is it, which is the other Ninetales? Uh, the Alolan. Alolan, yeah, the Alolan Ninetales has Weather Ball, but Ice. And we know that, you know, I think we has we know we've all used the Bomb of Snow. Um, I think he has Weather Ball, right? Mm-hmm. So it quick, it charges quick. And then and the then huge... Cherum, what is it? Cherum? Yeah. He, so it's uh, sunny, the sunny form? form? Yeah, that yes. thing charges super that thing charges quick. quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, Politoed got Weather Ball, um, and he actually moved up the highest in PV Poke ranking. He was in the top ten now. Hmm. Uh, wow. Yeah. So if you if you guys take a chance to go look in the PV uh, PV Poke uh, rankings, you're gonna see that I think seven or six are Water Pokemon. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that changed it up. And then we had that slight, I don't know if you guys, uh, saw the panic of everything going on with, uh, Primate, um, uh, where he got, <laughs> he got Weather Ball, uh, water, uh, when the change, the change happened at 4 p.m. when he's supposed to get Ice Punch. Did they fix it? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they <laughs> fixed it. He got, he got, he got banned, uh, from GBL until they fix it. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. That's, that was the one, honestly, it was my, the one I was the most excited about. Um, I love using Primate. So that ice, that ice punch, you know, over, um, what is it? Using close combat. Yeah. If you use ice punch, like, for example, if you use, uh, I don't know, whatever your preference is, nice, nice slash, uh, ice punch or whatever you want to do. Um, yeah. So, um, then we have, uh, Claydol that had, they got Ice Beam and Shadow Ball. And then hmm. we have, um, is it Porygon 2, uh, Tri-Attack. So they opened up his community move. Yeah, for the second evolution of, yeah, so, no, actually it would be Porygon. Oh, um, okay, because that was for the second Porygon Z. Yeah, yeah, Porygon Z, um. So yeah, so now it has uh, Tri-Attack the second evolution, and then uh, Exodro, I think we were talking about how, I think 
we talked about it last uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a mud shot now. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting in Master League. And, yeah, I mean, like, out of those, I think the ones that intrigued me the most was um, Politoed being top 10 now. That Claydol update, though... That's, uh, yeah, that's I, I still feel like I still feel like with the the fast move that it has, it doesn't intrigue me that much. But overall, I, I think it was a decent update. Um, I really like the um, the addition of the weather ball to Alolan Nine Tails because it runs charm. I think charm or confusion charm. Yeah, it runs charm as a fast move, so yeah. it's gonna. It builds energy really slow, so having a quick fat, a uh, quick charge attack, like yeah, it also has a uh, powder snow though, which is powder snow is charges quick, but it depends how you want to run it, you know, with your team. It's a, it's a big time shakeup. It's really interesting though. Just looking at the list, uh, it, it's uh, really I, I can't believe it right now to be honest. How much of a change? Yeah. I- I want to see. I mean, I don't know if I would have the balls to like get a uh, Pokemon that has Ember or Karai Chop. I don't know if you guys would ever consider running something with that fast move. Not when you still have Counter. Exactly. If, if Counter is still an option, I mean, I know. What was it? Um, does Machamp Machamp have Karate yeah. Chop or was it Primate? Um, I think it's I think Primate. It was. Uh, Machamp has it. Yeah. So... Yeah, so Machamp and Primate have it, but... Yeah. Uh, but why would you switch that over? I mean, I don't see a reason to switch either one of those from Counter. Right. Until they, until they nuke Counter, which I don't think they'll do, because... You never know anymore. <laughs> I mean, with that, I mean, they would, it would make... It would... It would really hurt, like, fighting-type Pokemon. Um, That's true. You know. Yeah, I I really like this. I like like what they did with Aloha Ninetales. I love using Aloha Ninetales. Um, I like the Ice Fairy combination. Yeah, it's Um, nice. And then now having, you know, a faster charge attack is going to be fun. Oh, no, for sure. I think I saw... I saw a Kanto Ninetales uh, against my Azu. Um, I was still running Azu after the 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 bubble debuff, and it, it didn't see, seem too much of a difference to me, like to be honest. But um, you know, there's still people that may not run it just because they saw a debuff and they don't know the stats for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like overall, like that, I think I'm still gonna be running. As you at least, I don't know if I'm going to be running like Skarmory or Altaria. Hmm. Okay, what um, what are you running currently? Um, I am actually running a team from a um uh, stream. Oh, well, a new streamer. I think he just started recently because I know that he doesn't have any that many viewers. Uh, I think he's local, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think I might have like mentioned him to you, Beam Machine. I think he like. He mentioned that he may come uh, talk to us, uh, you know, if he can. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he he actually made it to top four or top five. Uh, he was actually f- number four either 
today at two or yes no it was yesterday at uh, after the update um, of the leaderboard and he was in number four and he was using Bastidon um, Toxicroak and Meganium um, and it actually did pretty well I was pretty scared to use it uh, I was you know going back and forth I had a good day then I had a bad day and then this team is kind of like you know, at the moment, it's even. And, you know, considering that you're not going to see that many Azus as leads anymore because of the update to the moves, um, it's not bad. The only thing I'm afraid of is, like, I mainly used it because, um, you know, you can see Flyers in the beginning as leads, and then if you're not going to see Flyers anymore, what's the point of Bastidon? So I, I, may, I may have to change that. Uh, but, yeah, so far I think I am... Um, I think I am in the 2,695 ELO. So I'm kind of climbing myself like back up. Hopefully, uh, these two weeks of Great League will get me there. Yeah. What are you? Are you guys? What are you guys running? Oh, for me, uh, for Ash, I've been uh, you know switching up a a a bunch. I've been going from Great League to Ultra, but. you know, I, I've been running Articuno uh, as far as the lead in Ultra, uh, as far as also with uh, a Mole Metal and then a Garatina altered. I, I've been kind of changing things up this season, just trying to see, uh, just enjoy it since the season is so long, you know, and, and they've added so many different variations of, you know, the different, uh, you know, for Great League and Ultra, they put in the cups, so... Just trying different things out this season. Uh, for a great league, I've been running Deoxys lately. I've been seeing a lot of uh, Steel. Uh, you know, Galarian Stunkfisk is one of my favorites. You know, some Azul. You know, I've just been trying to try different things this season and just have fun. Still trying to get better, though. You know, right now I'm, uh, I was at like 2350 ELO, but right now I'm at like 2100. I dropped a bit. You know, playing in the great league and just trying different things, but still learning. Like I said earlier, uh, you know, in the, in the talk, uh, you know, I, I've been, uh, making a, a lot of strides and, you know, I'm excited with the way that I, I've been learning a lot. It's, it, it's, it's tough to get to the higher ranks. You know, it, it's a lot of understanding and things. And I'm, I'm excited for the, for the future and, and what I've been learning from you guys and, you know, with all the changes. So. That's what I've been running this season so far. Nice. Um, so I had a actually had a pretty good couple weeks. Um, I actually uh I f- was when I s- started with the Elo, I think I like came in at like low 1900s and then dropped a little um holiday cup helped me get back up into the 1900s. But the past week since our last episode, I've gone up over 2,000. So That's good. I'm almost at 2,100. And it was all in Great League um, running. <laughs> so I call this my bullet hole team. Okay. <laughs> so... Yes. So instead of grass hole, I'm calling it the bullet hole team. So I'm leading with Sunny Cheerum, running Bullet Seed, mm-hmm. then Weather Ball, 
I think it's weather ball. Um, yeah, weather ball, fire, fire, weather ball, and then uh, what is it? Either have dazzling gleam or solar beam. I think it was right. Solar beam. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, then ferrothorn with Bullets. bullet seed. Interesting. Um, then uh, power. Is it power whip? Yeah, power whip. Yeah, power, power whip. whip and thunder. And then Azu in the back with okay. his normal, you know, bubble, ice beam, and then, uh, was it Dazzling Gleam? Rough, uh, play rough. Play rough, yes. And it is actually, yeah, it, it, it brought me, I think, over two weeks, like almost uh, 150 points. Yeah, that's good. Um, Considering you don't play so often, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't play as often because <laughs> uh, I normally end up falling asleep during my sets. But I would never uh, do that. <laughs> sometimes you get lucky, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Times where I was like, "How did I win that one?" Um, <laughs> it's been. It's actually been one of my favorite teams that I've used. Um, That's good. You're having fun with it. Yeah, those um, those bullet seed fast moves just charge everything so quick that even if i get into a bad matchup with Chiram, i can still build up enough energy to have at least two weather balls to swap out so i was seeing a lot of skarmory leads um mm-hmm. which um those weather balls will will hit hard on him yeah but sure. it also hits really hard on my his you know his sky attack and um the air slash is that yeah the air slash is gonna is gonna wreck cheer him so what i ended up doing was hanging in there to build up at least enough for two weather balls then swapping out into um ferrothorn because ferrothorn can actually because of his steel typing can hang with skarmory um because right you know it's neutral it's neutral so with that i'm able to build up those thunders pretty quick um, i think what is it five five bullet seeds or yeah. six it's uh i think it's five okay. it may be wait yeah, maybe six for the first one and then five i think it's six yeah. and then five so you know switching into that and then they see that they'll switch out um Again, like we've mentioned on other episodes, Ferrothorn is tanky. It's good in the middle. It's a nice swap. And then having Azu to just basically, if I have to burn shields to save Chiram or Ferrothorn, I just use Azu to absorb everything that, you know, whatever's getting thrown at me. Yeah. Um, it's it, that's, that's it, it's been fun. Team composition, team comp you have in there. Yeah, I'm like um, just trying to think. Like I don't think I would ever run it. <laughs> <laughs> it's I you know I was just like I was looking at what was getting thrown at me and I was like man, I want something different to go yeah. up against Skarmory than what everyone else is using. Catch mm-hmm. people off guard. Um, I know Chiram gets used, especially in Sylph, 
Um, yeah. A lot of people use him because of that weather ball. Um, exactly. <laughs> but you don't see it a lot in, in GBL. Yeah, so, no, you really don't. Yeah, so, you know, throwing that out to start and everyone's like, you can tell. What is like, this guy thinking? <laughs> they're not sure what's about to come out because they're never, they never shield the first one. You know, you get a Skarmory and you never shield a uh, fire weather ball. That's, yeah. You know, that's half, and then half like, your oh, Skarmory crap. right there. <laughs> yeah. So that's funny. Um, it's like when, you, when they see it, they're going to think you're flexing on them. Like, oh my God, it's, yeah. a, it's a flex <laughs> right there. <laughs> and they're not going to know what to do. It's, it's fun. Oh. It's it it's been fun. I can't I'm gonna ride it out until I start losing like bad. And then yeah. maybe make a tweak here and there. But like I said, it's been it's been fun. Which is a good transition, but I don't wanna go into our main topic just yet because um, we do have an event before we record our next podcast coming up, um, which is uh, the Machop Community Day. Yeah, which I totally forgot about yeah. <laughs> until someone told me. So I don't really want to spend too much time on it. You know, it's your same basic things for every community day. You're going to get your shinies, um, which I love the shiny Machamp. Because it's like playing with the Hulk in yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> That's so um, nice one. It's like it's it's a mix of Goro from Mortal Kombat and the Hulk. Like exactly. So it's the best um, of both worlds. You get your community box. It's gonna have um, an elite chart, elite charge TM, four incense, four star piece, thirty ultra balls. Um, that's twenty eight. Uh, 1,280 Poke Coins. Um, if you didn't purchase your Kanto Cup ticket or Kanto Tour ticket, uh, they will have the special research for a dollar. Um, the biggest thing besides it being the champ is three times catch Stardust. Like, Heck yeah. That's the best. My gotcha is gonna be uh is gonna be burning up during no, this event. No. But the incense freaking stardust uh yeah. piece and then put that yeah. gotcha on, that's it. Your your <laughs> incense your incense will last for three hours. Um which they need to make like the star piece equivalent. Last yeah. Or that's at least at least have. make it an hour instead of thirty minutes. Because you can use what two two incense to last pretty much the entire community day, and then you've got to use like six, like six star number. Yeah, like um. So the other thing is he's gonna get a community day move, um, which is payback, which we mentioned last week, which is a dark type. Um, I still it's, don't really see why you would run this over, even with the debuff to Rockslide. I um, don't really see why you would run this over Rockslide and, let's say, uh, Cross Chop or Dynamic Punch. 
I think with the debuff, like, you know, you, Rockslide, you only really need it for flyings, and if flyings are not going to be so common anymore, what's the point? I mean, I guess for maybe fire, uh, but even then, like, let's just say you go against a Marowak, against your Shadow Machamp, uh, you're going to have payback, or, yeah, it's called payback, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a dark move, and Marowak is a ghost. So, there you go. You know, there you have something, like, instead of Rock Slide. And then, you know, with if it's a fire Pokemon, you don't need Rock Slide. If it's just, like, straight up fire, then you have Counter for it. Um, and then also Cross Chop. So, it, it, it depending, like, what the stats are for the move, then maybe it'll have play for it. And then, for example, like, if you go against a Psychic Pokemon, you have Dark Move. So, I think, I think it, it kind of... Uh, it's kind of like having Azu with Ice Beam. You know, it can counter Grass Pokemons. So, yeah, but when you're okay, so let's say you th- throw out your, you know, your Machamp, and you come up against Hypno. Like you're still getting out of there. Like you're not gonna try um, and throw that. You're not gonna try. You probably won't even make it to your payback by the time <laughs> it so, that'll be tough so there's the a thing shreds a, it like a, a little quick uh strategy for whenever you have a machamp for example like you said against a hypno you can actually hit a counter one fast move hit it before it hits the confusion and then switch out you have one uh counter in with your machamp switch out and then your that confusion is going to hit your next pokemon so that's what I always do whenever I get that. So I have one counter in already with my champ, and he never got hit because okay. confusion is so slow. Yeah, because so confusion that, you know, is slow. Yeah, it's it's I think a t- I don't know how many turn uh, like move it is, but it's it's slow, and you can hit a counter and then switch out before the the, count- the confusion actually gets to my champ. Yeah, but you're not gonna sit in a battle up against a psychic Pokemon with my champ. To try and throw that, that payback is what I'm saying. Oh no, I'm not. You're not obviously. Yeah, no, you wouldn't yeah. do that, especially if I'm a cha- uh, shadow um, champ. But you know, you the the strategy to you know doing something like that is you know kind of building energy on other Pokemon to have payback for whenever Hypno comes back. Yeah, I mean, I could see it in Ultra, like an open Ultra, using it like against a Giratina or something like that. Oh, they're going to be scared now. Imagine yeah. Shadow. <laughs> oh my gosh, a Shadow Machamp with payback. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be wild. That's going to chunk so hard. Like it's going to be so fast and the chunk is going to be so devastating. It, I mean, it is it's going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah I think sure. I think that'll play, you know, maybe more in ultra um yeah we'll see. open and open ultra i don't know i think in premiere you're still gonna want to have rock side and i i i think in great league you're still gonna want rock side too because you're gonna see more flyers in great league than you're gonna see you know in ultra or in master yeah. um so yeah that's that's pretty much it put you know get your incense get your um Stardust, get your gotchas charged up and ready to go for three times Stardust. That is on Saturday the 16th? 
Saturday the 16th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. your local time. Um, you will have two I'm hours. I'm just excited for the start of this. <laughs> yeah. You'll have two hours after the event ends yes. to evolve um, your Machops to Machamps. Um, for, you know, like us PvP guys, that's important because... We're just going to catch, we're going to catch, we're going to catch at the end of the event. I know I spend like at least 35 to 45 minutes going through everything, you know, checking the IVs, appraising them to see which one is which. Um, yep. <laughs> but, uh, so that, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. It's, it's your normal community day. It's, it's not, this move isn't going to break the game. It's not going to break. Oh, no. It's, it's not, not going to break Machamp. It's not, you know, if you miss yeah. it, you're missing out on your Stardust. Yeah, it's you mainly know, your I Machamp think that's what without it. Sees it. Like just the Stardust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your Machamp will be just fine if it doesn't have payback. Um, so, um, all right. So, with that, we're going to get into our last and our main topic um for the show and that is team compositions um so like we've mentioned on every episode um yes we're going to talk about news and we're going to give you updates and you know our opinions on certain things related to pvp um but really the basis of this podcast is to help all types of players from you know, rank one to rank 24, get better, understand the game, because the more you understand the game, the more fun you have. Um, no one likes playing a game, not knowing what they're doing, getting beat all the time. You're just going to give up. So that's where, where we come in and every episode, we're going to go over something that's going to help you get a little better. Very fitting with the start of season, the second half of season six. Since we're starting all back over, new moves, new updates, you need to possibly rebuild your team. So how do you build a team? So that's what we're going to go over as a team composition. It's very different depending on where you are. If you're playing Sylph, there's metas that are developed by them. Um, then you have your GBL, which is a an open meta unless it's a themed cup. So we're going to start with what everyone's playing right now, which is GBL. Um, cause there is no sylph meta to talk about. And then we'll kind of just make something up and kind of see what, you know, each of us come up with and see where our weaknesses are on our teams, what we can do to change it. Um, so for open great league, uh, Dino, when yeah. you sit down at the beginning of a season and you look at your mon and you go to create your team to start, where do you start first? Um, I always start with the the Pokemon that you want to lead. Um, but also, I know there's people that like to... Let's just say you have a thing for, I don't know what your favorite Pokemon... Let's just say your favorite Pokemon is Machamp, since we were talking about it. Um, you want to build a team around Machamp and, you know, Shadow Machamp since it's more of, has more play in Great League. Um, let's just say I want to have Machamp in my team. 
Um, and then you kind of got to base it off the meta that you see in Great League, Open Great League. And um, there's a lot of Azus, a lot of uh, Flyers that are always in the less leads. So you definitely don't want to have Shadow Machamp as lead, as least like at least for the most part, like as a like a basic layout. You don't want to have him in in the, in the lead. So I want to have him in the back. Um, so the, a, a team I actually came up with in one of my accounts is uh, I wanted to try out Shadow Hypno. So I put him in the lead with uh, Thunder Punch and Fire Punch to have coverage versus grass and flyers and water. Um, so then I started thinking, what is strong against Hypno? And then it would be Ghosts, uh, Dark. Uh, but we don't really honestly see that many Ghosts, except for maybe Eloan Marowak. Um, every now and then you get your Haunter or Gengar. So then I want to make sure I have coverage for uh, Dark Pokemons because that's what I see the most of. So that's when Machamp comes in because he beats uh, Dark Pokemon. So then whenever, you know, that's my hard counter for Dark Pokemons. And then I start thinking I need a soft counter for Dark Pokemons and Ghost. And then I start thinking what is better than a tanky Azu, you know? So then you have, uh, that's my soft counter for dark Pokemon, because they also has Play Rough, which is super effective um, to dark. So now you have your Psychic Hypno as a lead, and then you have the coverage. Uh, so if you, you, you know, I don't know, in Umbreon is the first Pokemon that comes out. I'm not going to switch to my hard counter, uh, which would be Machamp, and then I would just switch to my soft counter, which would be Azu. So then I throw uh, Azu out, and usually I don't know how it works, but most of the time they don't really have an answer uh, whenever they get hard counter, uh, or whenever I get hard counter. Then for some reason they always bring either like a grass uh, Pokemon or maybe they bring a Sableye. But in this case, you know Azu's still good against most of the meta, so that's why I like to have him as my safe uh, switch in which we talked about last uh, last episode. So I think um, Azu is always like a great pick if you want to have, uh, you know, a good uh, tanky uh, team comp. But at least like that's how I think about it, and that's how I thought about it with my Swamper team. You know, Swamper is weak to grass. Uh, and then I had, for example, Skarmory and Aloran Marowak. You know, both of those take care of grass. So you just got to always kind of look at, you know, if you want to play, you know, a fighting Pokemon as your lead, you got to look at the weaknesses and have coverage for them. That's mainly the basics of it. Now, when you get comfortable doing that, then you can go a little bit like different and kind of go into something that's neutral towards, you know, whatever it's weak to. And then you can spice it up kind of like how I have this team that we talked about. Bastidon is a lead, and then if you think about Bastidon, it's weak to fighting, ground, um, water. Um, so then I have Toxic Rogue, but you ask yourself, why would you have Toxic Rogue? You know, that doesn't really necessarily beat Machamp. But when you have poison uh, in Toxic Rogue, it's neutral, it resists fighting. So it's kind of like a soft counter to it. 
and then I have Meganium too, which is not strong against fighting. So if you get like more uh, advanced into it, you can like mess around like that. But the basics of it is you always want to have the at least a soft and a hard counter for whatever your lead is. Okay. Nope. That's that's um that's a good point. Um, I never looked at soft counters as much as hard counters. Um, I'll have to <laughs> I have to start doing that. Hmm. That kind of yeah, you got me you got me really thinking because now like when I look at my teams, I'm like, wow, I that's I why, really that's just why, go, I just hard counter every like yeah what I'm so seeing. So the thing is like the thing is like when I saw when you told me your team comp, I was a little confused, but maybe you're just thinking in a different level than I am. So, <laughs> um, let's see. So John, um. So you had mentioned your Ultra League team, and you actually sent us a video, a couple of videos, of some pretty sweaty battles. Uh, yeah. Pulling out wins, like, one HP, running... Um, well, why don't you tell us what you were running in Ultra League, and then, you know, we'll kind of ask you some questions about how you came up with your team. Yeah, uh, in, in those particular games that day, uh, I was running Articuno, the Articuno lead. I've been seeing that a lot. Uh, been seeing a lot of, you know, people post on, uh, YouTube and Twitch, you know, streamers, uh, you know, that particular, uh, lead, which I, I do like, uh, due to the debuff. And, you know, I was running it with one move only, which isn't the smartest thing to do. <laughs> but uh, I was kind of strapped for uh, for some dust at the moment. So, you know, between the other leagues. And so I, I was only running it with Icy Wind, which is a risk. But, uh, you know, a lot of times you can bait if you overcharge. So I, I was doing that. Uh, if, if it's a mirror match, it, it, it can be a, a little bit uh, stressful, you know, especially when it does come to the end. Uh you know, when we're both close to, you know, being dead, uh, and fainting, you know, the hurricane monster does have the advantage because you can, you know, finish out at the end. And it's, uh, it's risky if, you know, if you, if you don't want to shield it. But I was running that team, you know, like I said, uh, I had Mo Metal is, uh, you know, the ground for the, for the flyers. He's able to, you know, the superpower and rock slide. You know, he has good coverage, and then I, I did put in a dragon there. You know, I've been seeing a lot of S Cavalier lately, uh, so Garatina is, like, the, the best counter for it. Um, you know, in those particular matches, I, I was seeing a lot of Articuno leads, and, you know, the, I, I would win uh, due to the fact that I have a lucky one, and uh, my stat <laughs> attack is 15, so, it, you know, unless a person had a 100% win, uh, it was kind of hard for them to beat me at that sense. So, you know, there was some times where I did run into the mirror match and I, and I had an issue with the hurricane with the second move and I, and I was taken out. Uh, you know, I did have a, a one match where, uh, you know, it was swampered against Mo Metal at the end and I had to, you know, count the amount of charges that my opponent had and, you know, I had to wait for him to, to, to hit me first because I didn't want to take the debuff on the superpower. And then that would have brought me completely down. So I had to charge up uh, two superpowers and then, you know, barely get by with one HP after the, the, the mud, uh, after his mud charge, the quick move went through. 
uh, you know, it left me with one HP, which was interesting. But uh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm still learning the team. Uh, I I think uh, the, the biggest thing is is understanding the damage outputs to the from the different monsters in that league. Um, you know, I, I like to run Mewtwo a lot as well because uh, he's kind of tanky. So, you know, the biggest thing is is the damage output, in my opinion, and and, and counting taps as well. Uh, I'm still learning that. I'm, I'm trying to get better with that. Uh, I've been watching a lot of YouTubers and, and Twitch streamers, and they're so on point with that. They know exactly what's coming down the line and how much you got left. And to get to the legend, that's the biggest thing, in my opinion, uh, to understand the switch outs and, you know, what's coming at what time and what you, you know, every tap counts, in my opinion, at that point. But uh, I'm still learning. You know, that's why Dino is here. He's, uh, he's been helping me along the way since the beginning. Uh, my first real time, uh, you know, being in, in PVP, uh, he brought me into one of his, uh, tournaments, self tournaments. So I, I learned a lot and, uh, you know, I'm still learning from him still. So, you know, I'm excited, but yeah, those are the teams I was running so far, you know, been trying to make new monsters as well, but, uh, just dust is kind of tough right now. Yeah. So. With with that being said, um, one of one of the things that you you hear over and over with team compositions, like what what John was saying and what um, or Ash and, and Dino, is coverages, coverages and weakness, coverage, weakness, damage, your moves, all those things play a part in compiling your team. You can take you know a great Pokemon. And throw it out, um, like we mentioned, um, like I had mentioned last week, I went up against uh, an Alolan Marowak that was running Hex with... Was it Fire Blast? Fire Blast and, and Shadow Bone Bone? Club. No, Bone Club. Oh, Bone Club. Like it wasn't even... It it changes the match, the, the Pokemon completely when your moves aren't there. So it also changes your entire lineup when you run into a team where their lead can literally take out your entire squad. You know? Yeah, it's just crazy. And it happens. It happens to everyone. So don't get frustrated if you put together, you spend a lot of time putting together a team, you take it out, and... It falls flat on its face and you go 0 and 5 or 1 and 4. Don't just throw it away. Kind of work with it, you know? Yeah, just maybe um, you have to tweak it a little bit, maybe. Exactly. Um, so the way I kind of put together my teams. So with this team, you know, my quote unquote bullet hole. Um, <laughs> we'll see if that catches on. I doubt it, but, um, <laughs> I, I used Pokemon that I was comfortable with. Okay. When I started PvP, when I started Sylph, everyone was, you know, oh, you know, besides getting my rank up and getting Stardust and, you know, double moving, like basic things like <laughs> basic things like that. One of the common things that every person I went up against gave me after a battle was trust your mon trust your pokemon know your pokemon know what they can take know what they can 
put out, you know, how much damage they're going to take from a charge move, you know, if they're weak to something just because they're weak to it, they could still, you know, tank a charge move. Um, like Azu, for instance, Azu can tank a good amount of charge moves that it's weak to. I think Sludge Bomb, even a, or a Sludge Wave, for, still, depending on where it is HP, won't knock it out completely. Right. So, know that. You have to know... So that's, you know, when I put together my team, I knew what my Azu can take. I knew what Ferrothorn, um, from just using Ferrothorn and a couple self cups and tournaments and stuff like that. Um, like, uh, the pyramid tournament me and me and Dino were in, like, Ferrothorn was our team's MVP. Like, he was, yeah. I think, almost <laughs> in every single team composition that we made up because his typings, his resistance, and we all knew if we went up against a flyer and we threw him out there, he was going to be able to handle it. Um, so that's kind of like what I did with that. Um, the Cherum was just like my spicy pick. Um, <laughs> you know, um, it's, it was actually a learning curve with, for, for that one, because I figured, you know, as soon as I went up against a flyer, like I was done. Um, he can actually kind of, you know, it hangs in there a little bit, not, you know, as much as Ferrothorn, but it does. And then looking at which, when you're picking a Pokemon, looking at its movesets and what the movesets cover. So, for instance, you, uh, Dino mentioned Hypno. Hypno has a very wide range of charge moves. So it has a fire punch, it has a thunder punch, it has a psychic charge move, plus it runs confusion. So essentially your one Pokemon now covers your fighters, your grass, your water, your flyers, and steels. Even though your steels are resistant to your psychic, you have a charge move that is going to deal that damage. So all those things you put together, you look at those things, you know, you put a team out there, it doesn't work, don't give up, you know, keep trying it. If it doesn't, like, if you're still going, like, you run and, it, you know, your entire five sets for the day and you got three wins out of it, then maybe, yeah, <laughs> you know, then <laughs> then maybe, you know, good, we need to do The good thing, it. though, is that the good thing about this, though, is that we we have another month and a half i believe um of this season so you got time um but overall like i i feel like um you know you shouldn't get discouraged uh i don't i don't know if um i don't know if uh astro wants to do this but um maybe if people feel like you know i really want to run uh i don't know Marowak on my team, you know, what do you suggest? Like, if you guys want to met, like, let us know on Twitter, uh, we can try to help you, uh, build a team around it. Uh, if you really are struggling that much with it, we like, would love to help you. At least, you know, I, I don't mind, uh, taking the time to see what I can come up with. 
uh, you know, I have a few locals that always tell me like, yo, like I want to build a team around this. And then I'm like, all right, let me see what I can do. Uh, oh, you know, always love uh, helping anyone that uh, is trying to learn, you know, PVP. Yeah. Yeah. We're, you know, we're always here. We may not give, like I said before, um, Dino will probably give you the best advice out of <laughs> all of us, but you know, we, yeah, we've all got our strong, <laughs> we've all, we've all got our, our strong suits, um, when it comes to certain things, um, with it. Um, so, you know, um, hit us up on Twitter and we'll be more than glad to help you guys out. Um, so what I want to do really quick, um, before we end this is, um, one of the things that we've mentioned about your team composition is it, your meta plays a role in what you're building your team on. A good source to kind of gauge what your GBL metas are is check out PVP poke or PV poke, um, and check out the rankings for each league. Um, it'll give you the, you know, a ranking based off of usage, um, but also the, the Pokemon, you know, where it stands as far as the meta goes for an open great league or an open ultra or something like that. Generally with that, you can gauge what the majority of the players are going with. Um, it doesn't, waiver really at least when you get into higher rankings it's those those pokemon probably in your top 15 20 you're gonna see um yeah for sure you know you get the occasional trainers like me that'll throw a cheer them that may be lower down there but you know that's you're gonna see azu you're gonna see skarmory you're gonna see alteria you're gonna see those those things so you know you can use that pv poke is a great tool that will tell you what wins against those what their weaknesses are what charge moves people are running stuff like that like i when i build like myself teams i live on pv poke for like the entire month Trying um, to get that AAA like squad rating. Uh, oh uh, no, 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 no! That 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 <laughs> that doesn't exist. I don't. I I have yet to get you know A's across the board on my on my teams. Oh, team um, cup, yeah. As long as my yeah, as long as That's my tough. um. That's tough. What is it? Uh, the defense. I Your forget what they call coverage, it. Was it? No. Um bulk the bulk yeah as long as my bulk is above a c i'm fine like if i sit in a b in my bulk then i know i'm okay um but if if you're like c or d then that means (laughs) you may want to rethink at least something in there because yeah i've i've done that (laughs) and then yeah so in in terms of how you're saying for people to definitely check out pv poke uh, it's a great tool for just overall like knowledge of the charge moves, what's recommended. But something that helped me personally increase my gameplays was uh, watching Twitch streamers. And there's so many like small, uh, smaller uh, streamers on there uh, that are new, that are really good, um, that 
explain like everything they do and like how many moves, uh, you know, to get to a charge move and just smaller things that they just go over that help you understand them more. And you know, there's so much that you can learn from other people, um, you know, as well as uh, PV Poke. You know what? Also, I have a a good website that I use as well. The the stadium gaming gg uh, for the rank checker. Uh, for for lucky trades, you know, a lot of times the the stats vary on lucky trades and the ranks that they have in the wild. So you know, it's a it's a good uh source of information reference point to check out if you do want to know what ranks that you are looking for for each monster and. You know, I, I yeah. think that's a really good one that's, as well that I yeah, use. Yeah, I've used that um, as well. Um, and that goes back to, you know, the um, the IV things and stuff like that that we we talked about in the last episode. Um, so, yeah, um, I think that's pretty much it. You know, if, if you guys, like Dino said, if you have questions or anything like that about your team comps, um, hit us up on Twitter. Um we're more than welcome, you know, more than willing to help everyone out. Or if you see something from a video that we post that you, you know, think we can tweak or change, you know, we're open to advice just as much as we're open to give advice. Um, we are here to make everyone better, including ourselves. And that's pretty much it for our show today. So you can follow us, like I said, on Twitter. Uh, Twitter handle is at BTWPVP podcast. Um, we are on all, um, podcast streaming services. Um, Apple podcast, Google podcasts, Spotify, um, on Apple, subscribe to all of them. Um, if you can leave us five star, um, rating, um, comment on there. Um, it does help um more than you guys know um and we will be putting out episodes uh new episodes on tuesdays and um you know that's that's pretty much it for today um i want to thank everyone for listening to the btw beginner to winner pvp podcast uh i'm astro zombie 954 and i'm ash887 and I am Dino El Magico, and until next time, good luck and good day, everyone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.